Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of uh, Do Not Get Me Started, and um, I'm going to go on and start right now. Uh, I am pissed this morning. Um, a little personal thing going on. Um, I got to work this morning, checked my emails, found out that uh, because I work for a large company um, with you know a couple thousand employees, uh, we are subject to the mandate, the vaccination mandate. Unfortunately, I myself and several other guys that in my position are not vaccinated by choice. Um, we just have chose not to do it. It's not what I want to do. I don't want to put an experimental vaccine in my body. Um, I feel like it should have been tested more, um, regardless. Um, so now I have to make a decision. Um, as soon as this mandate goes into effect, I have to make the decision of getting the shot to take care of my family and work or stand by my principles and not get the shot and lose my job. I'm pissed off because the government is still overreaching with their power. They're mandating something that has nothing to do with them. But I, my job, I deal with people every day in the public. For God's sake, I went to a festival in September that we were around an average of 33,000 people. It was a rock festival, a concert in Virginia. And they averaged 33,000 people a day for three days that we were there. I came back, did not have COVID. I've been to customers' homes, found out after the fact they had had COVID. My son had had COVID. And I was in the car with him to carry him to go get him tested and still haven't got COVID. Yet, I have friends who have had the vaccine that are at home right now because they have COVID. The vaccine is useless. It's not doing anything. Uh, well, I say it's not doing anything. It may lighten the symptoms, but it's not preventing COVID from spreading. So uh, why? why? Why do I need to go get the vaccine to make you feel more comfortable? This is just the government trying to show their power and we're letting them do it. People are out here advocating for you to go get this stupid shot. I am I'm kind of a mess right now because I don't know what to do. I won't I love my job. I like I like it a lot. I love what I do. But I don't want to compromise who I am and what I believe. But I also gotta think I've got four kids to take care of. I got one that starts college next year. So I'm kind of in a conundrum, unless I hit the lottery. And yeah, you have to play to win that. So, And the odds of that happening is very unlikely, even if I do play. 
I, I am so pissed off about this. It's not even funny. So I have a question for you listeners. If, if you're not vaccinated, and you have decided that that's not something you want to do, in your current job because and, and I'm not blaming the company because this has nothing to do with the company this is all about the government ASHA is going to be enforcing it um but if it came down to it where you had to get the shot or keep your current job what would you do? I really need to know because I'm kind of at a loss here. Oh, anyway. I don't understand what this mandate is supposed to do. It's only companies that have over 100 employees that will require the vaccination shot. Yeah, my son's trying to get a job right now, and anywhere he's going to get a job, they're going to require him to have that vaccination. I don't think he realizes that. That's something I'll probably need to discuss with him tonight. Yay. Um... Do you remember Kyle Rittenhouse? Um, He was the young man who went out, I believe, in Minnesota um, to protect um, where he was working. Uh, He carried a rifle during the riots. Uh, He went out there and someone tried to throw a pipe bomb or a a Molotov cocktail at him and he shot him. And he killed the, the man and then he shot another man who was attacking him. Uh, well, his court case is up now, and the judge in that case says deemed that the man cannot be called, or the people he shot cannot be called victims. They can call it, be called rioters and looters. So I think that is a big, big win for him. Um, because of course they were trying to the media was trying to portray him as you know this right wing uh, Trump supporting uh, nutcase and uh, you know I hope that he gets I hope he he gets fined innocent for for this situation because he was out there trying to do the right thing. He was out there trying to protect, you know, the business that he worked for. You know, the business owners should be thanking him. Um, the the people that attacked him. Um, 
during this quote-unquote peaceful protest, as the media would like to tell you, it is. Um, I, I've been in a little bit of a, a Twitter conversation today about that, and they, they were calling, uh, someone had said something about uh, the January 6th issue uh, at the Capitol, saying, uh, you know, insurrection and this, that, and the other. Look, I've seen the video. These people at January 6th, they literally walked in, single file, didn't knock over the velvet robe. They were let in by the police. I don't know how you can call that an insurrection. Yet they want to call what happened in Minnesota and Seattle and uh, other cities where people were burning down buildings and, you know, destroying property and looting. They call them those peaceful protests. Um, why? Why is it? It's all about narrative. They wanted the whole anti-police, um, you know, woe is me, we got to make these people look like victims. And then when the insurrection happened, which, by the way, I was not for going to the Capitol and breaking in. Look, if they'd have stayed outside, chanted, got loud, used bullhorns, whatever, that would have been fine. They shouldn't have went inside the Capitol. I, I, I would have not done that. Um, not in that situation. Uh, I think they probably weren't thinking about that. However, there is a a little bit of a, a controversy about that also. Um, the FBI has already said that the insurrection wasn't planned. It was a spur-of-the-moment thing. Uh, there is a video, though, of a gentleman. I think his name is Ray Ellis. Um, who has been taken off of the watch list. And I actually seen the video the other day. He was, they were showing it, it was recorded on January 5th, the night before. And he was already telling people, hey, we need to break into the Capitol. Well, kind of find out, this guy may have worked with the FBI or the Department of Justice. Um, possibly as either an actual member, I'm not sure, or either an informant. And if that's the case, then who's to say that the whole situation wasn't planned not by the Republicans, but by the Democrats? Maybe it was something to rile up the media and try to prevent Donald Trump from being able to run again. Um, trying to distract us from the fact that, you know, how did Joe Biden get 81 million votes? Uh, and now has a 38% po popularity or approval rating. There, There's a lot of questions that need to be answered about that. Uh, but, of course, anything that the House Judiciary Committee is going to do... They're going to look for anything that is going to hurt Republicans or conservatives. They're not They're not worried about what those rioters did or what Democrats do. They're not going to look into that. Not as long as they're running it, they don't care. Um, as long as they can try to pin some, Demo uh, some Republicans to the wall um, or their supporters or anything of that nature. Uh, next little thing I want to talk about 
today. Um, I'm still fired up about what I talked about earlier about the whole vaccine mandate. A lot of people are quitting their jobs. I think 5% of the working force, uh, unvaccinated working force, have quit their jobs uh, because of the mandate. Um, I'm glad to see that some governors are fighting it, uh, like Ron DeSantos. Um, you know, I'm a big, big fan of his. Uh, but Florida, Florida is, you know, a, turning into a really, really good state apparently to live in if, if you're conservative. Because you have a governor down there that actually wants the economy to go. He wants people to live their lives. He doesn't want to control every little thing you do, unlike the federal government apparently does. Um, I... I'm kind of pressed for time today, but um, uh, one other thing, um, another huge win, I think, against the PC culture and things that happen. There is a guy who won a reverse discrimination case, which I don't understand what reverse discrimination is. Um, it's like reverse racism I guess um, there's not really a reverse it's either discrimination or it's racism but there was a man who was uh, in a, a position at his job and he was let go um, not because he had done a job his job improperly or any other um, you know thing like that the reason he was let go was because he was a white male and the company was trying to get more diverse so they hired two women to replace him well he sued the company and he got 10 million dollars for it um, I think that's awesome I think it is time to quit attacking straight white people or straight black people for that matter I think we need to quit discriminating against people for race sex uh, you know, uh, sexual preference, whatever, and look at the qualifications these people have. This man had been with this company for a while, as far as I could tell, and they let him go because it, the company wasn't diverse enough. So you, let me get this straight: you had to hire two women to do this one guy's job, all because of diversity. What the hell? That makes no sense. I. I I'm still trying to contemplate how that makes any sense, in all honesty. I mean, if I could hire one guy to do the job of two people, why wouldn't I do that? I mean, it makes more business sense. And this is how, or what they say, go woke, go broke. Because now you're paying an extra salary to somebody to do half the work of what another guy was doing it it seems very odd to me I've never been a, a fan of affirmative action um, I think you should be hired because of your abilities uh, your skill level um, I don't think and that's why I've never been a big fan of this uh, fight for $15 an hour because what people don't a lot of people don't realize uh, 
okay, let's say you make a minimum wage and they raise it up to $15 an hour. That's great. Hey, that's great for you for now. All right. Well, your boss who makes, let's say, $12 an hour, your supervisor, well, now he's going to want to raise, but he's going to want more than $15 an hour because he doesn't want to make the same thing you make. And, you know, you let's say you work at McDonald's. So now you're making, you went from 7 to 15 or 7.50 or whatever the minimum wage is to $15 an hour. Well, you've doubled your rate. Well, now the manager's like, well, I was making 12. I'm not taking freaking 15. I want to double my salary because that's only fair. I should make more than, you know, a cook. So you've got to pay me more. So now they're going to have to pay you at least, or the, the supervisor, at least another $7 or $8. So now he's making 19. Well, whoever's ahead of him is going to want more money because now he's getting close to his salary per hour. And it just continues on up the ladder. Well, believe it or not, businesses are not created just for people to work. They're created to make money. And I get places like McDonald's and, and Hardee's and Walmart and all them. Yes, they're billion-dollar companies. They can afford to take the cut. The only problem is Leroy's down the road that um, is a one-store business, small business. They can't afford that. They already have a hard time competing with major retailers or major um, restaurants or whatever it is. So now they have to raise their prices because they're having to pay their employees more. So either they're letting go employees or they're having to raise prices to cover paying the employees. And now the consumer comes in, well, he's got to pay more for whatever. So who's really benefiting? The guy who's, who just got that raised and now is making $15 an hour goes in to eat and realizes, hey, you know, that meal jumped up $4 a piece. I got a family of five. I'm paying an extra $20 for a meal. Common sense would go a long way in Congress. But unfortunately, there's not a lot of it there. Anyway, they got me started today. I'm going to go. Y'all have a great day. Hope tomorrow is better. Look out for each other. And I'll see y'all later. Oh, and... Like always, if uh, if you want to contact me, uh, you can always email me at do not get me started fifty at gmail.com. I'll be happy to read your email. I'll be happy to discuss whatever you want to discuss on my podcast. Um, if you want to be a guest, I'll be happy to have you up here. Um, we'll set up a time. Uh, if you just want to rant and rave about something I've said, I'm willing to listen. If you want to tell me how good or bad a job I'm doing, I'm willing to listen to that too. Um, but if you want to talk about something and you want to send me an email, just have the balls to put your name on it is all I ask. Uh, other than that, like I said, I'm on previous posts, I'm going to end up uh, creating a social media for this. And as soon as I can, I will let you know what it is.
Y'all have a wonderful day.